Welcome to Meshare Podcast, the podcast that men share openly and the podcast where we target men aged 35 to 55 years. And today is really a special day. I mean, this month we'll just be talking about the issues of stumbling blocks that are affecting us men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about uh, issues to do with pornography, issues to do with drugs and alcohol. We've talked about uh, phone use addiction. Yeah. And now this morning or this evening, depending on where you're listening from, I'm here with a very special lad called Motugi Inturibi. And today we'll be discussing about effects of gaming, healthy gaming, harmful gaming or gaming abuse. And uh, Motugi, maybe you can yeah. just introduce yourself, say something about you. Um, okay, um, you've heard my name is Motugi and I'm 15 years old. Um, homeschooled and yeah, I'm an I'm an avid gamer. I love gaming and I've been gaming for a while now. Oh, wonderful! Mm. You're just 15 years old. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. So I have a daughter who's also 15, turning 16. Mm-hmm. This topic about gaming, I just feel like both parents and both the kids or the mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. or teenagers. We, we need to have some consensus and some level of agreement yeah. when it comes to gaming. Yeah. And so one of the things that I was just wondering about Motugi, even before we get into the whole thing of gaming, mm-hmm. is for you, from experience, have you gamed before? Yes. Um, so I've been gaming for, I think, as long as I can remember. I remember back when I was younger, maybe like six seven i used to play games on my dad's tablet yeah i remember playing this airplane games fighting game Mm. um and i used to play minecraft as well on on that tablet and Mm. more recently Mm. i got uh, a gaming my first gaming pc Mm. i've never owned a console like an xbox or ps i've never owned any but i've had the gaming pc okay and um, yeah, I think from that point on, that's when I kind of got more and more into gaming mm. and like playing more consistently. Okay. And yeah, I've been like, once I have the PC, I've been playing with so many games. I'll be playing, you know, Fortnite, mm. which is a very popular one among others. Yeah. And yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a big part of, you know, my my childhood and like my life so far so mm. yeah i've mm. been i've been gaming for a while now oh wonderful so motugi i mean for someone my age who's now in his mid 40s i know gaming is also part of my life yeah from the moment that we acquired these little gadgets called uh portable phones the cell phones mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember those days eh? those days in the early 2000s we used to have the nokia 3310 with the the snake game, yeah, the, the, snake the Tetris game. block yeah. game, and even earlier, before even cell phones came, I remember mm. we used to do Game Boys, mm. the very ancient Nintendos, mm. uh, and video games. And definitely, there's a place downtown called Popin where we used to run to in our primary school and we play these arcade games. Popin, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, so it, yeah. it was like a place where they kind of had. What, yeah, what did some, they have? Some games. So you, you, you have coins. Yeah, uh-huh. so they had this uh, coin, a coin machine. So you put in a coin and then mm-hmm. it opens up a game and you could have uh-huh. uh, Street Fighter, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, with the very ancient graphics. <laughs> and yeah. believe you me or not, you know, it seems like those graphics games have come back, the old graphics in form of a game like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of graphics uh, that those games used to have. Mm-hmm. 
So now, maybe you can just share your story uh, in terms of gaming. How did you come across uh, gaming mm-hmm. and your history, maybe with your friends? Did that gaming end up having some positive or negative effects? So maybe you can just tell us, how did you start gaming as a young kid? For me, I think the earliest exposure to gaming that I can remember is when I used to go out to my friends' houses for sleepovers. Okay. And we'd kind of play on the on their playstations on their xboxes we play games like um minecraft fortnite mm. fifa the older ones and yeah. that was kind of like my first exposure to gaming before i kind of had like the avenues and like the devices to play on my own mm. when i was younger and from then as i grew older mm-hmm. uh, i talked about my when I got my PC, mm. I think at that point, when I started gaming primarily on my own, because before when I was younger, I never really used to play games as much at home. Okay. Um, but once I got the PC, I was... Actually, before the PC, I had an older one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> I used to play more uh, web, web like online web games, mm. browser games. Browser games. Yeah, yes. and I used to play games such as, you know, I don't know, the I, they, they used to end with dot .io, uh, like those dive.io, yeah. Uh, and okay. I used to play those games because they're kind of like the only ones I could play, okay. with what I had at the time. Yeah. Um, but then after that, once I got the upgrade um, uh-huh. I kind of branched out into multiple games oh, okay. I, I played Fortnite I played Minecraft mm. I've had FIFA I've had mm-hmm. a bunch of other games and mm. so um, that's kind of been my experience okay. of how I've gotten into games you, you must have been very lucky to have uh, access to a higher gaming machine yeah. and you know uh, you must be having very supportive parents who ensured at least your gaming experience yeah. was enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite grateful th- for that because I know there's a lot of parents who would not have, you know, been comfortable going down that route. So I know. I, yeah, I suppose I'm fortunate and... Mm. And the the PC I got has actually been like an asset to my life outside of gaming, and so oh, nice. you know okay. from coding to mm. doing several stuff on it that I wouldn't be able to do on get the time. Oh, okay, yeah. get you. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. um, you got into the life of gaming, mm-hmm. and so there's school going on and yeah. there's life going on. Yeah. So did at any one point when you started engaging with the gaming, did you feel like maybe you were losing your grip or your life into a gaming uh, habit that could have been detrimental or harmful? Or did you have it all together? For you, you just controlled it. Is there at any one point you kind of felt like, okay, this thing is taking over? So I think um, when I first got uh, the PC, you can imagine I was obviously excited. Yeah. How old were you at that time? I was... I was 13. Okay. So, yeah, you can imagine I was excited. I was still pretty young. Mm. And I had all this, you know, held back energy from not being able to play the games I wanted to play. Mm. Now, finally being able to, it was kind of like releasing a slingshot, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, I, yeah, I think at the beginning, it was... It was quite difficult. I remember with my my dad and I used to have a lot of <laughs> a lot of conflicts uh, about you know the the usage of the PC uh, and yeah I, I'll admit at first maybe yeah. I was getting a bit too pulled into it and because at the time um, I was obviously young and I 
I was I I felt like I was missing out on a lot of stuff and so once I got mm. the opportunity I went full out full out you know full out on it okay. I went completely you know and mm-hmm. whenever I had the chance yeah I would you know play as long as possible yeah I never always used to have the opportunity but when I did yeah, I would never all the time yeah so yeah. was it like the PC was uh, inside your room or like uh, anywhere where people look at it yeah, so uh, in a public space or in the house so yeah the PC the the whole monitor set up with my keyboard and my mouse it was in the study okay so we kind of built an office because mm-hmm. that's when my dad was working at home so okay. working from home during covid, oh, COVID. Um, oh, so it was recent it's not too long ago. yeah 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 okay. so he kind of made a, a study office area okay and so he had the desk I mean, he had his desk on one side yeah and then across the room was my desk mm-hmm. with the PC and then his would be there with his monitor he mm-hmm. kind of set up his laptop on yeah. the monitor and he'd work there mm-hmm. then I'd be on the other side and uh-huh. we'd be here so it was like a shared room it wasn't in my room or anything uh, all right yeah so at any one point then it became an uh you started slowly then it became a bit of an issue because you're taking a lot of time mm-hmm. uh playing games and i guess this is playing by yourself and also with other people i believe mm-hmm. through the net mm-hmm. so the conflicts you started having with uh dad or mom mm-hmm. uh let's take a quick break The heart behind the iMom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Were the conflicts because of spending too much time in it or there were other areas of your life that were kind of uh, suffering or you were struggling with because of the time you've taken or given to gaming? I'd say it was more of me spending too much time on it okay because um back that was back in 2021 and so a lot of my friends mm. were not really going to school because of lockdown mm. and so they'd be kind of available they'd be available more often okay and so that led obviously to me playing more often with them and usually playing with friends mm. is more fun than you know just know, playing yeah. online and so yeah. that's a fun beat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing with friends yeah, yeah yeah and so the combination of of those two factors kind of led to me spending a lot of time on it mm. and um i'd say the because my dad the issue he told me that he was having was that he thought i was spending too much time on it mm. not as much of other areas in my life suffering uh, okay. as a direct cause mm-hmm. of you know my gaming uh, my gaming like activity so imbalance of some sort yeah yeah because mm. at the time actually mm. um i was doing a few exams mm. and i didn't perform badly i i performed well in the exams but there was okay. still you know the concerns of me playing yes you know a bit too much a bit too much okay yeah. and you see <clears throat> um i think as much as you're a young guy a teenager young lad 15 years i also believe in society today in the world today 2023 mm-hmm. gaming has become such a huge 
phenomenon. Yeah. It's such a huge industry. I mean, earlier we were just discussing with you, Motugi, the way um, the profits that these gaming companies make could be equivalent to a small African economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that it's become such a huge industry where it's not just about people playing the games, but people even explaining how the games are, mm-hmm. the companies when they release the games, their advertisements, mm-hmm. their gamers who have their own YouTube channels and other channels which uh, they help explain how the games are played. Mm-hmm. They talk about the experience of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so you find that... Uh, when I was growing up, Motugi, in the, in the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. gaming was, was there, but it mm-hmm. was not as big as it, was, as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, with the, with the technical advancements that have been there over time, mm-hmm. gaming then has become just as important as how you have an influencer on Instagram or yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. So you have gaming influencers, I believe. I think yeah. that's what they're called. So I'm just wondering... Mm-hmm. For if you're to speak to the parents today, mm-hmm. um, because I don't have any idea of what you 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 guys go through, mm-hmm. um, would you say that gaming should be encouraged in this today's context? And is it is there a space for healthy gaming? Mm, okay. Is there a space for healthy gaming? Yeah. So so I don't want to be a parent who says no. Mm-hmm. I would like to say no with some level of understanding mm-hmm. or some level of uh, balance or defined boundaries mm-hmm. uh, as to how my children can be able to enjoy gaming. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I think uh, I'd say yes, there is an element for, you know, there's a space for healthy gaming. Mm-hmm. And I think the first step to kind of achieving that you know that understanding is having like clear communication between you know the parents and then obviously the, 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 the child because child. Mm-hmm. in my own experience mm-hmm. as a like as a child when whenever my dad does something okay like that like say he says you know no no games mm. uh if he says no games and i don't really understand why mm-hmm. that kind of makes me build up some feelings of resentment mm. rather than having like a discussion mm. and then both of us trying to understand each other and understand the, the viewpoints because uh. maybe I think as parents they, you guys can sometimes think that you can, you're, you're, you're right because you're the parent, you have you yes. know, more experience. Yeah. And we have the authority to say yeah, And they have the authority. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes it's not always that you know, clear. Okay. And so in my own experience, like mm-hmm. once my dad came to me saying, okay, you know, this could be an issue. Mm-hmm. We kind of had to talk with each other and understand. I tried to, obviously I had to, you know, open my mind and, you know, not mm-hmm. be like too close minded. Yeah. Okay. And he had to do the same. And so we kind mm-hmm. of discussed and we talked about, mm-hmm. okay. Some what, open communication. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is going on? And because mm-hmm. if, because in my own experience, if I understand, once I understood, you know, the issues that mm. could arise from gaming, yeah. I was able to, you know, now put limits on myself. Mm. And it kind of changes from a parent limiting their kid to a kid understanding mm-hmm. the importance of having balance mm-hmm. and kind of putting the, those measurements on for themselves. For themselves. Yeah, and that can only arise through understanding because when you're young, mm-hmm. you maybe don't really understand True. what exactly is going on, especially with gaming. Yes. And so... The dangers that, you know, may arise. Yeah, you... The, what you see is, you know, the fun. What you see is, oh, you know, all my friends, you know, they are gaming, they don't have limits, they don't have all of that. That's what you see. Yeah. 
But then there's also the stuff that you don't see. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if you only consider, you know, what you see and you because if you don't if you don't know mm-hmm. what you okay, you don't know what you don't understand. And so yes, it's true. If you don't mm-hmm. if you don't know that mm-hmm. and you only kind of take the information that you see, mm-hmm. you're going to kind of you're going to take a side. Mm-hmm. So you're going to always be in favor of, oh yeah, gaming is good, gaming is, why would it be bad? Mm-hmm. But once you kind of gain the understanding of the opposite, yes, y- you can now come to a point where you can make a mm-hmm. rational decision, yes, which I think is a point where I've reached mm-hmm. over time. Oh, okay. But I did, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, go through that phase of like, addiction mm. looking at my friends you know they can be playing up till 12 a.m you know why can't i do that why can't you do that and yeah. you know mm. fight not fighting you know yeah having these conflicts with my dad you yes. know, trying to not, not understanding yeah the, not there is where he's coming from yeah exactly in terms of creating the control so for you you're just saying it's it's just, the fun being taken away yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i'm missing out on something yeah my friends are there and yeah. how come i'm the one who's been told to do yeah and sometimes mm. it's a failure of communication clear failure. communication mm. from the parents right okay and so okay. that kind of leads to a point where the kid really doesn't understand and oh. now just that just builds anger yeah and then the resentment as you say yeah. yeah and then mm. the moment that the parent isn't in control anymore uh-huh. um the the kid just goes all out you know doing all the stuff mm. they they were told not to do but never understood why never understood yeah. and, you know i really like what you're saying what you gain thank you for just being very open and honest mm-hmm. and and when i look at um what you said earlier about being aware that there is also a negative bit of gaming mm-hmm. um that that as children you may not see mm-hmm. and by the way some adults even don't see yeah. uh, because you have <clears throat> excuse me you have adults bringing in gaming buying PSs, buying Nintendos, buying Xboxes, mm-hmm. the PCs for their children to help them uh, with boredom. So mm-hmm. if the child says, I'm bored, so we've closed for three months, mm-hmm. what am I going to be doing? Mm-hmm. And so the parent um, would provide or would buy the games yeah. as a preoccupation for yeah. the child. Yeah. Probably even safeguarding the child from going outside and getting playing and getting hurt. Mm. Uh, or probably because they are so busy mm-hmm. that they're like saying, okay, I'll buy you something that will keep you busy mm. and preoccupied when I'm not there as a parent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even when the parent is there, they may also not make time with their children to do the important things like just talking just yeah. being on the dining table and talking yeah. or just doing uh, playing a game a board game yeah or doing some some catching up with some holiday homework yeah or some uh, summer school or something like that mm-hmm. so i feel like the understanding of the detriments of gaming is not so much only on the child understanding but also on the parent mm-hmm. so speaking as a parent even for us parents who uh into gambling and gaming because mm-hmm. i feel like there's a very close connection to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. there's some sort of um, reward uh, you and i earlier were talking about there's some people who deal with gaming as a career they take gaming as a career and there's a reward either monetary yeah uh, or that happy hormone you're trying to engage the dopamine mm-hmm. and you find that because of um 
playing a game on your phone, um, uh, engaging with 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 a game online with a, a gaming community, it preoccupies your time time, but it kind of gives you that energy high when you're playing games and. If you even win mm-hmm. a contest or a competition, mm-hmm. you feel like it kind of gives you another higher esteem yeah. or some confidence that ah, I'm a champion. You know, it gives you some a motivation to continue going on and on. Mm-hmm. But slowly, you don't know that you're actually entering into what you would call then an addiction. Yeah. So I like what you're saying that um, the child also needs to may not see. Um, the addiction element mm-hmm. at the time that they are engaging with the gaming for many hours mm-hmm. but the parent is there to help them and to coach them and to discuss with them on the 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 abuse of games mm-hmm. or the unhealthy engagement of games mm-hmm. over time mm-hmm. now um, there's someone who's asking okay so this gaming is here with us and yeah. it's such a big phenomenon yeah um, and we've heard about people making money from gaming mm-hmm. young children mm-hmm. uh, young 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 adults who say that they are professional gamers and that's their career mm-hmm. that's they've made that their lifetime career what do you think about that is, is can gaming actually be a lifetime career to today's age mm, yeah i think i'd say in today's in today's age yes Mm-hmm. Gaming can be taken as a career, mm-hmm. and we've seen multiple people, you know, kind of going down that route. Okay, and it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of like how it used to be back, back then. And we kind of talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. when you were maybe looking into careers mm-hmm. back when you were younger. Okay. Maybe a career such as something to do with computers or something to do with mm. stuff like that may not have been considered an actual job mm. an actual career simply yes. because of how the landscape used to be and how the landscape yeah so they say I want to become a DJ yeah in I, my time it was like yeah, I want to become a musician or yeah, a DJ it, it was a, it sounded a bit like <laughs> yeah. it sounded like a like a joke of yeah, a why, joke. why not an engineer a doctor yeah, a yeah. pilot the, the, the things which are heavy yeah. Yeah, yeah and now as the years have gone by you can see how some of these you know DJs some of these artists are making a lot more money exactly. than their traditional true. careers true. true and so it's kind of similar to what's going on now okay we have people say saying oh i want to be a youtuber and then adults are like hmm you want to be a youtuber <laughs> really are you sure yeah but is that a career really yeah, yeah. but we've yeah. kind of seen people go down that route and have successful careers where they're yeah. making you know good money and where they're having true a good kind of professional life mm. and the same goes to gaming yeah. it's it it's it's not considered um a serious you know profession right now okay but we've seen people did we've seen people make money like i'll give an example mm-hmm. back in 2018 there was the the Fortnite world cup mm-hmm. i remember i think that's what it was called mm-hmm. and the the prize pool was three million dollars wow yeah three million dollars the Fortnite world cup yeah three and million so, dollars today in kenya shillings is like that's almost like 400 million Kenya shillings. It's a lot of money. And so, mm. ev- as in... And this was, was open to any... Open to everyone who had the game. Including an under 18... Open to anybody. anybody. Okay, I believe mm-hmm. maybe the age limit was 13. Okay. Still but young. That's, yeah. yeah, that's still young. And mm-hmm. so, as long as you're over 13, you can join. From wherever you are, whatever mm-hmm. servers you play on, mm-hmm. you could join. And did, did you compete? I didn't compete. I wasn't playing at the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so... Mm-hmm. They had, you know, awards kind of 
building up and so you kind of had people making money from you know qualifying for mm. the actual event yeah. all the way up to the final um LAN event LAN mm. is basically an event where they kind of come mm. together in one area and they're yeah. playing on the same network mm. and there were 100 people who were able to get in okay and they kind of played a series of games mm-hmm. and the winner was this guy called well he's he's known as Booga okay and i believe he made 1 million dollars from the competition from winning he won mm. 1 million dollars and mm-hmm. He's still one of the most famous players mm. to this day, and that, that's probably they, they may not they may just be only one booger. I mean, as a career, I'm sure there are many people who will be trying to fight to be winners, mm-hmm. and, and 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 many may not realize uh, it's a it's a game of chance. It's mm-hmm. a game of it's almost like like a gambling, it's like, like a gamble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you maybe your focus may be winning that competition, but if you don't win, then what next? Yeah. But we, we were discussing uh, about other people who review games, mm-hmm. uh, share their game experience through a YouTube channel or in any other channel, and they mm-hmm. have followers, mm-hmm. thousands, millions of followers, mm-hmm. and they still make um, some money from, from these channels like yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, there are also other people who are involved in uh, coding of games, making the games, mm-hmm. uh, probably employed by the gaming companies themselves mm-hmm. to be programmers mm-hmm. and to develop games it could be uh, graphic artists, animators, mm-hmm. all those people who kind of create the games themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is also what you mean by the gaming career. So yeah. you're in the gaming industry, but you're contributing uh, in whatever skills, maybe it's music skills or mm-hmm. voice skills, mm-hmm. towards creation of a game. Mm-hmm. So that's that's there, and I think the world is moving to that direction. We can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So um, just back a, a little bit back to now. The, if you're speaking now to your age mates and other children, yeah, uh, what are the dangers that you see when someone is really involved or addicted to gaming? Maybe mm-hmm. talking to them, mm-hmm. and uh, what are the things that you could address to them? to get out of the habit of uh, abusing the games or overspending time with gaming. Let's mm. speak to your, your fellow people. So I'm just going to share uh, my, my own personal experience. Okay. So back when I got my PC, it was around April of 2021. Mm. Um, we were about to close school. We were closing school in the next few months. Okay. And once we did, once the summer holiday began, mm. I remember how I used to, how, how my daily routine used to be. Mm. I used to get up very early in the morning, like maybe six, seven, mm-hmm. have breakfast, like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. then just go straight upstairs and and start playing. And so I used to play like, I used to play like, <laughs> like seven, eight hours every day. Oh and... God. Right, yeah. from, from from six, like when I was getting waking from, up. Yeah, from from <laughs> six, I used to play all the way wow, up to like wow. seven. You no, know, no break. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a, a lunch, bathroom break. Lunch break. Yeah, bathroom break, lunch break. There was no lunch break. I would wow. come with you know snacks, and wow. yeah, and it used to just be on repeat. And so I used to. Yeah. And then I, you know, I get off maybe, I would get off maybe like in the evening, maybe like eight, mm-hmm. nine, mm-hmm. and. Then, you know, I'd have dinner, go to sleep, okay. then just repeat. So you, you wake up at maybe midnight again? 
um so i would i would sleep through the night sleep through the night okay so you have maybe 7 8 hours of sleep yeah and then, then wake up again yeah then just you know so it was, that was like going to work but just, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> your dad is a like, doctor your mom is there teaching you know but you you're going there and yeah. you, you have your own career yeah <laughs> that's how uh-huh. it used to be and uh-huh. i could kind of see some areas in my life going that needed my attention yeah. kind of suffering yeah. like you know my management of my room because i would it would just get dirty and i would like kind of not be addressing it yeah and then yeah you'd not was, care about it i would not care because i would just be going up you know start playing mm. forget about all of that you know my relationship with you know my family yeah was also not doing too good at the time i was mm. not doing anything you know with them mm. i would just be on the game Um, so you are detached from them. Yeah. You're not having proper relationships with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. How many siblings do you have? I have two siblings. Okay. One is one at the time she was I believe 11 yeah. and um my older sister was maybe 19. Yeah. yeah. And so there were no relationships even with mom and dad. Yeah, and yeah. Siblings because you had a relationship with the with computer. the PC. Yeah, that yeah. was the relationship. <laughs> yeah, and, and my yeah. friends and yeah. Yeah, I would just used to be and now just you know repeat repeat mm. repeat. I would you know say like more good morning to my mom and that would be it. That would be it. Yeah. <laughs> the so the you see them is in dinner time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so so that that was how wow, that was another different kind of life you were living. Yeah. And so so and I know many children out there and many teens out there are going through that right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um but then I don't think that's your life today. Uh you've no. kind of grown out of that yeah so what 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 changes did you put in to make sure that that life doesn't continue that way so mm-hmm. at the time i don't think i would have been able to make those changes on my own okay um so my dad he kind of had to step in yeah and so he kind of helped me manage you know my time mm. for like against my will yeah. at the time mm. and now as i saw you know the how things kind of returned back to the way they used to be mm-hmm. and i kind of understood you know what would have happened had i gone on living the way i used to be okay um like i kind of realized that okay that was that was not going to to work out properly and yeah. that was going to end yeah. badly yes and so mm. now like now i'm in a position where i can kind of I understand you know the dangers I also understand there are some benefits but I understand you know what the dangers what the what can happen if uh, you don't have self control and what can happen if you know you let gaming kind of become your entire life yeah yeah and mm. I think it's like that for everything like because yeah. there's some guys who can take you know stuff like alcohol mm. it's not the alcohol itself is not really bad it's only when it's taken out of control out of control that yeah. that makes it bad and so and you start getting the effects of overuse of yeah. overdoses yeah and so the indulgence yeah and so the same applies to gaming to gaming yeah. and uh, <coughs> i think we were just reading about some of the dangers uh, of gaming excessive gaming is uh depending on which games you're playing you might immerse yourself in that world mm-hmm. and that world is is a virtual world it's not a real world mm-hmm. and so you probably the emotions that you feel towards that world the kind of reactions in terms of uh, whether you're fighting it's a fighting game or it's a competitive game can easily be manifested in the real life so mm-hmm. you'll find even anger issues that mm-hmm. may come up 
when maybe you're interacting with your siblings or even friends mm-hmm. and you're wondering oh, where did that come from it's probably yeah, something yeah, you've yeah. picked up because of being addicted to this game mm-hmm. you you kind of draw parallels to even the real life without even you knowing your mind is just reacting that way mm-hmm. subconsciously mm-hmm. because it's been attuned to that kind of reaction because of the gaming world yeah another thing would be even uh, the joints of the fingers I was just reading this that it could you could, could actually end up being having a condition a, a condition of reflexes mm-hmm. not being able to grasp things properly mm-hmm. um, not being able to handle things properly because you've attuned your certain uh, uh, muscles in your fingers mm-hmm. to be doing uh to be gaming action uh, in a certain way that even natural ways of handling uh, things outside there in the physical world may not be as easy and i think there are diseases which come with that yeah there's also the emotional detachment like mm-hmm. the way you're saying mm-hmm. you're so immersed into this world of gaming that you forget there are real relationships between you and your mom and your dad mm-hmm. you and your siblings you and your friends mm-hmm. so it becomes even more difficult to make friends mm-hmm. because you feel like there's another friend you're connecting with through the gaming mm-hmm. and your mind is attuned to that you know it's I'm comfortable with making friends online I'm comfortable with uh gaming with my friends online mm-hmm. and for you you feel like that comes out more natural than the real than the uh, real, real physical relationships yeah and i think the last one that uh, definitely um it would be very very harmful is the the fact that you're not able to to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you're not able to eat well mm-hmm. there's physical harm that may come into the body through maybe obesity mm-hmm. so if you're snacking you're mm-hmm. not working out mm-hmm. you're not walking mm-hmm. eight to eight to eight hours to ten hours you're in front of a computer seated yes it is a uh, posture of how you're seated like mm-hmm. some of us are required you know to stand up move mm-hmm. a bit yeah uh, y- your body is not able to know when to go to the bathroom yeah because you've blocked off the sensories mm-hmm. and all that so so there are health issues that may arise which sorry to say that uh, even some of them may lead to permanent yeah. uh, damage yeah. mentally or physically yeah So Motugi thank you for just sharing so openly about that. Mm-hmm. Um so you mentioned earlier on that uh, you've made some uh, st- some strides towards mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. there's something we were talking about uh, earlier on and that's uh, uh healthy gaming. So mm-hmm. what are some of the things now you're doing to to promote healthy gaming? So I think um one way of kind of try to to allow myself to implement healthy gaming is to kind of have several things going on in mm. my life because mm. you'll realize that we talked about this earlier the one of the many the main reasons why parents get their kids like consoles and everything mm. is to cure boredom ah. and that's kind of how it is if i ever feel bored there's a certain kind of urge that wants to just play games to get rid of all my boredom and so one one way that I've been able to kind of allow myself to get less addicted to games is to have you know many things going in my life to okay. put more um focus and more effort into my school work but mm. in addition to that to have um other things going on like you know my football training football mm. learning other hobbies like chess like piano um mm. like um and kind of having other stuff going on in your life yeah. because you'll find that once you do that mm. if you're to ever spend like 
three hours, four hours mm. doing one thing, yeah. like especially playing video games. Mm-hmm. For me, I find that I end up mm, feeling like I've just wasted mm. a lot of time, wasted time doing precious time, nothing really productive, mm. and I could have been doing you know something else, school, something else, school, or you know, create a new hobby, learning a new skill, yeah, reading, yeah, walking, you know, mm. towards oh, yeah. Yeah. like my chess lessons yeah and making some more progress towards that and so um, speaking of chess you've mentioned uh, chess um chess lessons and so just just tell us a bit about that so is it chess like the board games mm-hmm. or is, i know even now there's chess online so mm-hmm. just tell us a bit more about uh, chess I, i find chess a thinking game yeah it makes me think so much is, that I was, i was even wondering whether it's a sport <laughs> but but yeah. i i play it with uh my kids mm-hmm. and we've been enjoying it mm-hmm. um so just tell us a bit more about that chess uh, um yeah so i picked up chess um back in december of 2021 okay um i remember the reason why i first played this because I got beaten by my dad mm-hmm. and <laughs> he beat you. Yeah, he be, he beat me. We were we were Indian and uh, we played a game and he beat me. I think he beat uh, me twice. Uh, Then I decided, you know what? Let me just let me just learn so I can beat him. Yeah. And you know now I can beat him even blindfolded and so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mission accomplished, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And you know from then on I kind of started trying to become as good as I can be and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I started playing chess I, mm-hmm. I I play online I've played physical mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of become like a big part of my life mm-hmm. I've started giving chess lessons as well okay um and so yeah it's it's become a big part of my life but mm-hmm. there was also a point where I, where I felt like chess maybe was also becoming too big of a part of my life mm-hmm. kind of like gaming because it is You're, you're on a screen and you're playing it's, it's kind of like gaming still mm-hmm. and so yeah maybe you can talk a bit about that but yeah that's how chess has been for me mm-hmm. yeah okay um you know but one of the things that I, I i admire about you is that you have been teaching chess mm-hmm. uh, and my wife is one of your students <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, she needs to up her game i know she'll hear this podcast she needs to up her game and just attend the lessons all of them. <laughs> but one wonderful thing that i learned about you is that you're also creating contests or like competitive environments for kids to come and lunches and to compete with one another Uh, tell us about that and, and and I know there's an event coming you can talk about that yeah um I kind of felt like I wanted to give you know these guys an opportunity to come and compete because in my own learning journey I kind of never actually played competitive chess and I, I still have never played competitive chess to this day I actually have a tournament lined up for next weekend my first tournament um but so far i've only ever played online mm. playing games against people it was kind of more of like a league setting if i can co- compare that to like normal sports okay but now having a tournament is kind of a different experience and mm. december of last year i kind of went and played a few i went for a chess camp and it was really mm. fun it was a nice experience yeah. allowing me to you know put my skills in chess to some mm. to to um to some use mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to provide that opportunity for you know my students and anyone else would be interested right. and i think it will be a really good experience um mm. it's in about a month it's in a month what date and where um 29th of july 29th of july um, okay. 
they, I'm still unsure about the venue. Okay. Um, I'll be sorting that out, you know, mm. in a few weeks. Okay. So it's online or, or physical? Physical. physical. Okay. physical. That, that, that will happen. We will help you look for a venue because mm. that's such an awesome event. And I believe some schools would have closed. I know mm. our schooling community where we go and do school together has closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll figure out. out. Yeah. I think we'll help you out with that. But, yeah. but congratulations. Thank you. That's such a big thing and Thank a big you. step. Thank you. And I pray that it will go forward and mm-hmm. become something big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this morning, Motogi, I was just reading uh, uh, from Psalms 143. I was doing my quiet time and I, I came across this verse, Psalms 143, verse 10, mm-hmm. and says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Mm-hmm. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. And so my prayer is that even as you do, you know, uh, the chess tournament, as you promote healthy gaming, because I think that's such an awesome game to learn. It helps you resolve many problems. It helps you look for ways to um, solve diverse issues in life. And I think chess is such a, a good game where if you pick it up, I wish I picked it up when I was your age earlier, yeah. earlier I, I, I think it's such a good use of time mm-hmm. of course you know uh, in a controlled manner mm-hmm. um, but that's my prayer that, that, that God uh, will be able to work with you even in this and that he'll be able to lead you even to see how you can make it a bigger thing and a more impactful thing to your generation mm-hmm. and also to the community which you belong to yeah. so any closing words around gaming as we finish recording this podcast um I think one thing I'll say is that the most important part, um, I think, when it comes to healthy gaming is kind of understanding yourself as a person. Mm. Because I know there are few people who can play games, but, you know, not get too attached or too addicted. Mm. But not everyone is like that. And so I think maybe the keyword is like understanding Mm. because... You can't, you can't really blame an alcoholic for mm. drinking alcohol if he never really understood the effects mm. that it's had on him. Like and so in that same way, yeah. you kind of have to understand the effects oh. that gaming has on you. And I think once you understand, like, like really understand for yourself, like yeah. not mm. just, oh, you know, gaming is bad for you. You hear that from everyone. Mm. But you need to understand. And mm. I mean, it, in my experience, it takes... Sometimes it takes an, a personal experience uh, to actually, you know, realize, realize the dangers. The actual, like, this can happen to me. It's not mm. that, that something that you not know, to, is happening out the there. Out there. It yeah. can actually happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think okay. once that happens, mm. like it's happened in my life, mm. it kind of really wakes you up to the reality of the situation. And so, the situation. Um, mm. Maybe one thing I'd encourage, like, mm-hmm. young people to do is. Okay. You know, just make those mistakes, especially now when you're a kid and it, mm-hmm. it, they won't really affect you for like too long. Mm-hmm. Like make those mistakes because mm-hmm. we usually learn through mistakes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, many lessons through mistakes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I learned that sleeping early is not a punishment because, you know, parents are like, oh, you need to go to sleep by nine. And I used to hate that when I was, like, younger. Mm. I used to be like, why can't I go to sleep later? And, like, yeah. I feel like maybe my parents tried to explain it to me, but I still mm. had that drive and desire in myself mm. to, you know, do it for myself. Yeah. And I did do it for myself. Mm. And now I, I matured and I realized that this really isn't that good because... I'll just go a bit into detail. I would mm. kind of find myself waking up at like 
12 a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean p.m. p.m. noon noon and and it just doesn't it's you feel extremely unproductive mm, disorganized disorganized yeah. Yeah. you still feel tired i mean it's really not that it's yeah. really not that and yeah. i feel like maybe having that experience myself yeah. allowed me to really realize that okay mm. i'm not sleeping early for my parents i'm sleeping early for myself and mm. so now um that's why i'm kind of able to put those limits on mm. myself like mm. okay i want to be asleep by nine mm. so so it's your own initiative you took your own initiative, initiative. To, to create your own timing yeah programming yeah of when you go to sleep when you wake up yeah and mm. now it's amazing seeing how like mm. My life has changed ever since I started actively trying to do that. Okay. Has been really mm. has been really it's really changed in our for the better. For the better. It's more fulfilling, it's yeah, more, I feel rewarding. more productive, productive, more rewarding. Exactly. It's it's just yeah. I just feel much better and like mm. at the end of the day mm. uh I just feel like I've done something useful with mm. the, with like the hours I had and so. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think Sometimes it's necessary to make those mistakes. Sometimes yeah. it's necessary to you know build up those experiences Correct. because we all want to do some stuff because like mm-hmm. I don't know if he minds but I'll give an example for my of my dad. Okay. Uh he told me that Go ahead. You know, he, he will not mind. <laughs> <laughs> he has a permission. He he kind of bought up like a, a Land Rover when yeah. he was younger okay. you know because you know when you see everyone with like the big SUVs the big mm-hmm. cars mm-hmm. it looks glamorous yeah. but now that same Land Rover mm-hmm. is sitting in our in our house it hasn't moved for like six months uh, it broke down it's it's there I mean we can't even drive it without it having to to go to the garage like every mm-hmm. every couple of weeks and so I feel, I feel now we just mm-hmm. we're looking back it's just like this was a massive waste waste yeah. it's at loss with that yeah. decision and now more recently now bought usually a Toyota Vitz a small car okay. consistent car it's easy to repair easy to repair takes you from point A to B yeah. may not be as comfortable but it, it, it moves yeah. and, and makes uh, ends meet for you people yeah and yeah. through that through that lesson that he had to learn the hard way oh. buying a big car mm. at first obviously at first it was it was nice but mm. in the long run he mm. really just caused more mm. more harm than good yeah and so okay. sometimes it's necessary mm. of course if you can learn mm. from others mistakes others mistakes you'll be better, better off you'll be better off yeah. but i mean i know sometimes from my own experience it can be a bit hard to you know mm. accept that you know what maybe i can do it and you know maybe he just failed maybe i can do it successfully yeah. Yeah. and thank you motogi that's a very good place to just uh, finalize uh, your point that it's it's good to learn from other people's mistakes and now that you've gone through the whole issue of gaming you went through a wilderness period a period where it was you really struggled with the gaming addiction Uh, you really have a story to offer mm-hmm. to other children mm-hmm. not even to children but also to parents like yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah even parents are involved with gambling and gaming mm-hmm. and just thank you for coming to Ome share and just um, allowing us to hear your story um, and so viewers uh, listeners you've been listening to Ome share podcast where we've had uh, Botugin Turibi who's a 15 year old who's really influencing the area of gaming and uh, he's doing and making great strides in the area of chess 
Um, and very soon you're going to be hearing about these chess competitions that is organizing in a town or a city near you. So <laughs> thank you Motuki for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And guys, see you next week and have a lovely, lovely day. Goodbye.